Stop masturbating with a goddamn microphone. I can't help it. It feels so good. I but, you, but you know, Joe's looking at it low and I could sell that on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> and Dell's like, you know, um, I should have some sort of negotiation before I talk. There's only one mic. You only have one You're mic. You're welcome. And, I've been told that I, that I taste very sweet. If so. you, <laughs> Who told you that, Papi Ramon? Uh, no. no. Some other dude. <laughs> some, other guy. some other random guy. <laughs> Hang on a sec. Like, I'm just adjusting levels here in the new weird place. I know? really like the the stand you made out of foam board. I, that's what I was looking at, too. Did I mention that I uh, am a survivalist kind of person? Wait, you know your knob. That's your knob. So? What do you that's mean to do Well, because I'm adjusting your knob because Leave I just adjusted that knob. knob. Alone. Don't oh, touch my knob. You know your knob. I, look, I knob. won't touch your knob. You don't touch mine. Okay? I don't know. It well, seems like it's uh, it's can, all working. You can know? I watch you guys touch each other's We're knob? Not we could totally knob touch right knob. now. This is, well, you know, when you're in a temporary Fine. place... You're setting everything up, and it's like, okay, well, I think this fucking works. I hear me. I see a signal. If My Michelle's yeah. masturbating with the microphone. Well, Mew's you know. over there, you know, doing Mew stuff. And Dell, I see the top of his fucking half-shaved head. <laughs> and uh, I just, he's like, he's like, kill. Well, now, we can't hear you. Um, you have to take the microphone. Remember, this is how it works. Yes, we have to actually be listened by the audience. So hard. What, what the fuck? Did I don't know what you just said. Let, no unger. No. No, Dell. Bad. No unger. Wow. Don't be unger. Be excited. Because, God damn it, we're going to... There are enough nihilists in this room already. That's, this is my nihilism today. Okay. This is I put us in this fucking position today. Well, I'll get our chair up because um, a certain owl is late, so I think the Quim has to strip for that. <laughs> I, you know what? It's stripping the dusty cold garage in this room. I think absolutely she needs make to her do it in front of the air conditioning. Make her That's roll. Right. Not make her roll around on the half constructed floor. And it is half constructed. I, I well, here, uh, I don't know. How, I guess we just do this like we always do this. You guys want to do a show? Woo! Well, let's do a show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, four! Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the, from the, from some place, some strange and wonderful place. Hi, I'm Kathy. I'm Boogie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've passed the mic. Take your cue. No, say this your name. Joe. <laughs> say your name. Name. Hi, I'm Michelle. Now hand it to him. Dell. <laughs> Wow. You know how to command a room, Boogie. Oh, my God. Uh, oh, my God. She just... Uh, my Michelle's been masturbating with that mic for, like, literally a half hour. Well, you told her at the pass it, so... I did, but you she... skipped the first step. <laughs> you have to tell her. She doesn't know better. Oh, my God. That's right. Kathy? Weddy. 
Kathy, just uh, here we are. Yeah, is, we are in some, a garage that's I like half, half constructed. Actually, it's like three quarters finished. I mean, the, we're sitting on the side that has flooring, so I feel pretty good about that. We're not on the concrete And there's the concrete with dust. But the important thing is, is there is a beam in the middle of the room that looks, I guess it's going to have a sex swing or something cool in it. It will. It's, it's um, JJ, kinky contractor, is going to be attaching it to the rafters to really secure it so you can swing all kinds of kinkiness. Yeah, yeah, because it's kind of long right now. I'd say you need some support in the middle. but uh, And then there's uh, one of the fan... The, the type of AC that we didn't have in the uh, past Love Lab. Yes. This is, uh, this this is, is actually... This is a monster AC happening This here. is moderate temperature. I mean, that thing's on the other side of the room, and it's blowing between my legs somehow. It's like hitting the floor and just going whoosh. It is kind of facing the floor, and I can see how it makes its way across the room right and under your legs. It's literally going up. Like, you know, well, you're, you're not a dude, but Joe, tell, <laughs> you know, like when you sit and you, you like feel a breeze and you just kind of spread your legs a little bit so you can get it to just kind of blow on your sack a little bit, just if you can get a little side <laughs> ew, sackle. Ew. That's kind of what I'm doing. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Do, do women do that with lab? Do no, you get side lab? No. We do that with boobs. We've you did that? Oh, oh, yeah, underboob. Under yeah, sweat. the underboob yeah. sweat. Okay. That's true. We yeah. wipe so you it just, down. And, yep. Yeah. So you just like hold little paper towels under there. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Yeah. Well, the back of my neck isn't all sweaty today, so that's good. Oh, okay. yeah. so back of the neck sweat. That's, well, you got, yeah, hair. It's nice in here. I mean, at some point we're going to get cabinetry and finish the floor, and JJ, if he ever gets his ass over here, will finish the rest, but huh? it's nice, right, you guys? I mean, I like it's it. It's better than being in the ravioli. Um, we will be back in the ravioli soon. So, no, we're going to um, be in my car. We're not going in the ravioli. No, I have, no be- I have good air, and we need space to have a couple people. We don't have room in your car. Yes, we do. No, because the equipment has to go somewhere. You can sit on your and lap. Then, Kathy. <laughs> Look what this contraption you made. If you can make this contraption, it can sit on your lap while I drive. It is a pretty good uh, testament nice. to foam core and hot glue. And hot glue. <laughs> I can't believe that's standing. Well, I kn- no, it's actually very solid. Uh, I have brace support, and, uh, you know, it, we have the soundboard, and it's an old English little soundboard, and so, but it has a metal face, so I'm like, wow, I got to raise the compressor and all the other stuff above it, and we don't have a place to stack it, so I'm like, if I built, like, a little shelf that could sit on the metal face of the mixer and then hide it and, what, and put, like, sick yeah, this is the real reason why you made that Pokemon Go contraption, uh-huh. so you'd have practice to make this masterpiece. That's what this it is. is. Oh, you didn't even see the dresser I made to live inside uh, the the ravioli. Like, I have a box. It's like a literally like a crappy regular box, and then I built foam core sections inside the box so the sex toys could go in, clean clothes could go in, and then, you know, like your little, you know, your toiletries kind of thing, you know, you know, tampons, pads, and, you know, toothpicks and stuff like that. Because you use tampons a lot, don't you, uh, You know what, Kathy? <laughs> There's a Mew over there, and last time I checked, she's a bleeder. She does like to fling those tampons. She, she yeah, does. she needs the ammo to attack she me does. with. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, Kathy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Go, go with me on this. Oh, my goodness. Mew can literally, like shows that we do in the ravioli, if we're driving, she can literally just fling bloody tampons out the window at random people. She does not look very happy about that. And say, that. freedom of speech! <laughs> 
<laughs> no, Boogie, no. That's go that's a bridge too far. <laughs> Is that no no. No. Look at that face she's giving you. Oh, oh. the face. The face says it's no. Pouty and oh daddy, how could you do this oh. to me? Oh, I understand why I'm defeating back. I'm gonna try this. See that if that uh See, I'm where. You're, you're messing with the board because you're trying to get a better sound. I'm trying to get, get a better it. sound. Well, I'm noticing some distortion. And then I go, oh, I took the limiter off so we could get the samples. I don't know if they're still working. Drunk ass fucking suck. Hey, baby. I want to dick my face on your tits. You want to? Stay on guard when you're out in the club. That sounded okay. They can't hear. Did you hear. guys hear that? No, they can't hear. I can hear a little from your ears. No, they can't hear anything because I don't have the thing set up. This is it, perverted podcast. Perverted podcast audience, we just want you to understand that we are are working it out. Here's a new place. I don't know how long we're going to be here, but, you know. Who knows? Who knows, but. uh, But for right now, this is what we got. This is it. And here's a show, and we got fucking Del and Joe and my Michelle and Mew and and Al, of course, isn't isn't here. Isn't here. What is, um, why did you put. I put welcome to an undisclosed location and you put that is protected by carnivorous fucking zombie blood fuck mosquitoes. <laughs> because fuck this place. That's why. I don't want to leave this garage. Perverted podcast listeners, we're in Los Angeles and, and if you're in places that are very humid, obviously you have to deal with you know, fucking Perth, you know, Australia, you know, you're going to deal with bugs and, and whatever. But some humans don't do well with bugs and i count boogie am that person i do not i have all sorts of bug allergies and whatever i get bit and i am fucked up and kathy and i sat on a couch in the backyard here kathy's for like five you know, minutes for five minutes and went, we need to talk and you know let's just we were i don't know we were working out some we were working out shit we were working out the new name that we're supposed to call this kathy's special place who gave you that name? Didn't cr- did cr- Creative Explorer said, you know, hey, you know, this place should be called Kathy's Special Place is like kind of like a not my double vagina. entendre no. of your vagina and that it's special we're because not, we're retarded. We are retarded and and this is has nothing to do with my vagina. I'm going to say that right now. So we're recording live from Kathy's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> All I know and is it's very cavernous. I've been trying to get there <laughs> for a while. In here. It's a hey, hey. Wait, wait, wait. Let's listen to inside of Kathy's vagina. What is well, that slapping sound? That, that's, that's a giant set of fucking elephant balls slapping against your labia in your cavernous vagina. Oh, my God. <laughs> I actually would like that giant cavernous elephant ball slapping against my labia. You know, we can make that work out. Okay. We can Find make me some LA, of the giant LA balls. Zoo. Do they have to be actual balls or can they be elephant balls? They can be a simulated balls, but they do have to be yeah. human, okay? I, I draw the line at bestiality. Kathy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like the balls. <laughs> Kathy. God damn it. Listen. So, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. We sat on that couch for five minutes. And look at my legs. Have you guys seen my legs? Oh, brother. Here we I'm go. i my legs here so you guys can see. Let's my Michelle, see. look at this. Look at this. Just infected all over. I have like 20 on the other side. You don't my have arms. 20 on yeah, the I other do. side. Yeah, I do. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Ten. And then 10, 11, other leg, 12, 13, That's it. 14. That's it. 15, okay, 15. I'm sorry, Kathy. The thing is that I get it and I sympathize with you, but that is nothing compared to the allergic reaction my sister gets with mosquitoes. You would not believe her legs if she showed them to you. 
Why? I just why just that's take out the yard. Sometimes do that. Asphalt. And that's what we're, stops bugs. We're by the water reclamation plant, so there are oh a lot of mosquitoes. God. What down? What's up? It's like there's such thing as bug spray, but it's nothing compared to living in New England and going on <laughs> white water trips. You end up with like 86 of them oh after my. two days. Oh no no! You no, have no, 15. No. Oh no! No, not going to happen. I no. can't do it. No. I hate bugs. Do you I want me bugs? to like scalpel them for you? <laughs> Poke them. Well, no, because then they them, get more leech infected. Them, I'll like, leech them. You'll leech them. Yeah. You'll get some leeches. You'll put some. No, I'll like. I'll figure it out. Okay, sure. Just get a scalpel. And Just get a scalpel go. and start slicing my legs open. Because that's going to make me feel a lot. I have better. a feeling that if Joe had made that shelf, it would have looked a lot nicer. <laughs> well, we have Joe? a story about that. Hand Joe the microphone. <laughs> And Joe the microphone. Hello. Hello, Joe. So, Joe, so I had to do some modifications on the ravioli so I could live in it. So, you know, I have to take out seats. And, and then I'm like, hey, I don't do well with bugs. And I have lived in vans and motorhomes probably about 10 years of my life because I'm fucking pathetic. Um, by the way, there's some underlying anger and aggression. I had a giant uh, meltdown before the show. I got news for you, show. buddy. It's not, it's not very underlying. Okay, good. It's right out in the open. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, because, yeah, I, I brought us here. Thank you. You guys are welcome, by the way. Oh, my um, God. So I had to put screens in the back windows because when you go to sleep at night and it's like 90, 95 degrees in the valley. I'm you, trying not to laugh my head off right you now. Have, <laughs> I'm like, hey, I need to somehow put screens in these windows, and I have electric windows in the back, and I'm like, okay, well, if I, you know, kind of cover the back and, you know, maybe put some sort of stripping or something, it's clear from the window when it goes up or down, and it's... And your first thought is... So I'm like, I, okay, I don't have who tools. Do we know? <laughs> I don't have tools. So Joe is just like, you know, obviously Joe is awesome. You know, he's always trying to help. He's like, what can I do? You know, let me know. And I'm like, you know, independent guy. No, I'm fine. I got it all fine. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not fine. I don't have tools to do this. I'm like, fine, Joe. You want to help? I need your help. And he's like, great. Come on over. Let's do it. Set up. Set up. Now, in my mind, because Joe is like a master craftsman of leather goods Uh and all of this stuff we see, he made Panda's mask. Did you see Panda's mask that he made? Yes, I did. It's an amazing leather mask. The bunny mask for bunny, muse, cat mask. Joe is like, so in the back of my mind, I start to ease up on my planned paranoia, like what if it doesn't work out? So, because I'm like, Joe's got me, right? You know, I, I think I'm ready to just kind of submit almost and just be like, look, this guy knows what he's doing. I'm just going to see what his ideas are when I go over. And I go over and he's like, great. Now, I don't know if you, we're not going to talk about it, but you had a supervisor kind of position. Yes, I did. That so you worked I retired with. as a supervisor. Yes, as a supervisor. Hence the word supervise, Kathy. Uh-uh. I come over thinking Joe's going to like be like, hey, we could do this and this and this. Joe hands me a bunch of tools. It's like, I'm going to watch. Well, as a supervisor, <laughs> you, you point and tell him what to do. Let's just say, and, but he did yeah. no pointing and telling me what to do. Oh, he no, it, said, was, it was great. I had a great time watching him. Hey, so. so I'm like, all of a sudden, I'm like, well, I got a bunch of tools, half of which I've never touched in my life. There's this oh. hole punch leather thing. And I'm like, well, I'm assuming that's a hole punch. So Joe's like, well, I'll make you some leather strips and and you can use that to put you know line the screen and drill it into the you know aluminum frame and stuff like that and so i'm like i don't know, fuck, figure this shit i'm up 
punch and let him. Okay, so back up here. I told him use a center punch to mark mark the holes where you're going to drill into the metal. No, I told him use the use the hole punch to mark mark the leather. No, you told us very different. Oh no, 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 no. I'm in direct sunlight, Kathy. There's we got some shade in a minute, but in general, you know, I melt in the sun, and I'm like. I'm not going to last. Joe's like, oh, it'll take 20 minutes. And I'm like, no, this is me. This is not going to take 20 minutes. And we did it in about two hours. He was right. (laughs) I was right. So I'm like, I got to do things. And he's like, no, this is, you got a hole punch here. And I'm like, you know, or I could just shove it in there and drill (laughs) and just, you know, see. And screws are flying everywhere. And Joe's just sitting there with this, like, super, like, arms crossed on his chest, just looking at me like he's going to write me up or something (laughs) for doing things inaccurately. Oh, it was uh, very entertaining. And he's just like, I'm retired from this kind of shit. I'm like, hey, Joe, would you fire? me he's like no you're too fun to watch yeah, he's uh. one of he's one of the guys that you want to keep on the job site because at the end of the day you have sore ribs from laughing so much <laughs> but you just keep shifting them to yeah. jobs that are less and less hazardous <laughs> exactly. to the company uh. so did you ever get the screen up i got oh, both, hold, I, I hold got on, don't run away yet so what my favorite part was you almost slapped yourself in the face with the uh, the leather strap with the drill <laughs> oh yeah yeah that part yeah, well, okay, okay so, uh, go ahead. Tell the story, <laughs> Joe. So he's dr- he's trying to drill through the leather. And I told him, it's like, drill a hole through. So it catches and just starts swinging around, <laughs> just spinning around the drill. It just missing his nose by like an inch. So, and I'm watching this, and I just can't stop laughing. I mean, whatever. <laughs> a twirly bird on the drill is just part of the game, When, as far as I'm concerned. I kind of lean oh back. I saw, it, I saw it start slashing at me. I wouldn't yeah. think that you would like uh, helicopters, Boogie. <laughs> I, you know, but whatever. I That's hilarious, it. Boogie. So, hey, you know what? You go out there, and yeah. you look, and that screen is in. With a leather, uh, you know, it's screen drilled into the thing. It's solid. So no more bug bites for Boogie. Well, at least in in theory. At least through the back windows. At yeah. least through the back windows. But if you drive with the other window. See, this is the shit that I... I prefer to podcast listeners as I ramble endlessly, which you're used to by now. Um, this is a dark time to come back to the reality of how many years I've done this. And so it's, there's a part that's like interesting, like, oh, look, I built the box, so I made a lid for it, and, you know, and it works, and the Hitachis can sit there, and the things, and, you know, there's a certain part of that, like, nerd, and it all looks horrible. It all is just glue and duct tape and whatever, but it's functional. And so there's an excitement about that, but then pulling up here today, um, and just, you know, driving around with Mew in the back. You know, I'm like, well, I got to go look for some Sneasels. There's a Sneasel nest by here. Got to get shiny Sneasel. And and she's just bouncing around in the back because I took out all the seats. <laughs> the thought of Mew. Yeah, that was an adventure in itself. And, and, like, she's laying there on the thing, and I know what's coming. I know it's coming. And it took about a half hour, and she's like, Daddy, I'm, I think I'm getting sick back here. And I'm like, I can't not have a front seat, but I need it for my feet and there's space and, you know, and it's just, and then it all just hit me. Look at what you did again. Look at what you did again at 51, you piece of fucking shit. Look at you. And it all comes raining down on you. And yeah. I mean, it's been raining down on me and it's, and it's just, I, I don't know. I mean, it's an adventure and everyone's used to the clown, you know, doing this and, but it, it is, it's, I don't know. It's, it's just shitty. 
It's just shitty that I put us in this position. And I know there's all the fucking circumstances and good versus evil and, and all that bullshit. But, you know, and people are like, oh, we respect you. You have integrity. Thanks for standing up for everyone. And I'm like, you know what? You can't eat integrity. You can't. So, I don't know. So, I'm, I'm a little... I'm happy, I'm sad, you know, I got a shiny ponytail today, Kathy, which, by the way, I've been looking for for seven months, it's glorious, I was happy, literally, for ten whole minutes, ten, and then life came back. Came crashing back down. So, here we are. I, I, I'm, I, there's really not a lot I can say about that, because you're the one going through it, not me, and there's, I, and there's nothing I can do to help you. Yeah. Uh, and you and I, this show is a lot of fun, and we, and partnered with a lot of educating and doing what we can out there, but also a big part of the show is you and I being brutally honest with ourselves and with our listeners, and we just put out there what's going on, and you can't deny that this is what's going on in your life right now. It is it is a horrible day when you realize you're back where you started. And Yeah, it didn't really go any... I mean, the show is definitely a, a milestone in my life because it's something I've been consistent with. Mm-hmm. You know, Mew is a milestone in my life. I almost, we're coming up on five fucking years in October. You know, yeah. five years. My longest relationship, I think, was with Abyss that was short three years. Mm-hmm. And that was a year longer than any other relationship. So, I mean, there's some things in my life that I'm more consistent. I am definitely a little bit more mature <laughs> i'm gonna say yeah a little bit more yeah uh, a little bit you uh, and i are still friends if, <laughs> if you and i had not matured more we would not be friends <laughs> probably true probably true but it, it's still just you know you're like oh yeah i did i i did this you know so yeah. eh, whatever you know i'll go and uh yeah. <laughs> If this isn't a plug for us to uh, maybe ask for more Patreon supporters, I don't know what is. Because let me tell you, we need to make a fucking living out of this. I would love it if we... This is me. I'm not saying it's you. I would love to make a fucking living out of this show, and not too many people get to do that. And while I would love for that to happen, I don't actually foresee that happening. Mm. But boy, it would be nice if we could make a push for more Patreon supporters so we could have a studio space... To be able to record. And so we wouldn't have to be beholden to somebody else to sit in the backseat of their car or to sit in their half-finished garage. That's not a ridiculous dream. And Kathy, now then speaking as someone who doesn't want our listeners to feel guilt, our patrons are amazing. And, and right now, those patrons, Kathy, are paying for my storage unit. And they're paying for all the show stuff as right. far as like SoundCloud that's, that's and stuff great. like that. So it's that not is as if our Patreon supporters aren't, aren't supporting us. That they're is, great. That is amazing. But it, it's it's really a numbers game, Kathy. We got, I don't know, like uh, a thousand, you know, about I know. a thousand If we a week. were to push more, we it, could. Well, no. Yeah. If we pushed more of these thousand listeners, th- you know, 2,500 plays a week or whatever we got, a thousand listeners, we are already over what the percentages are. If you look in Patreon and you go through, you know, what the percentage per person is, our listeners that are donating are donating more than the average uh, Patreon. I've looked at all of these steps. Our listeners. So it's really the numbers. Now, then, if you want to get fucking uh, Jimmy Fallon or uh, oh. what's the who's the British Why guy that Jimmy I fucking Fallon love? Jimmy Fallon always the who's, go-to well, guy. No, who's, the, who's the British guy that does car karaoke? Does nobody know this guy? He's fucking great. Oh. 
fucking I fucking freeze in commercials. He's everywhere. I watch tons of his shit. I don't know. Who anyway, we, we all know who you're talking about. We yeah, just yeah, we all know about. So could somebody, uh, someone fucking tell me? Um, huh? Dell's looking. Dell's looking. Um, He's a ginger. Yeah. Is he? No. 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 Uh, whatever. But the reality is, is we need a bump in the number of listeners we have, and then, then yeah, That's, more people would. Yeah, would listen we could to talk about. All the particulars yeah. of it, but you know, it just we need this ten, is a dream of mine. If we and it well could see happen. here if, right now, and we can talk numbers here, is because we disclose on this show. We don't mind talking about our uh, podcast business on the show. It doesn't really affect us. Um, did I say that out loud? You yeah. said podcast business. Podcast okay. business. I did. But, but uh, it's not behind doors. And no, it's no, no, no. We can do close. We make about happen. right now on Patreon about two hundred uh, and sixty bucks a month from our listeners and that's and that's great so if we had 10 times more listeners and about average that then that would be about 2600 bucks a month and that would be enough to get a studio and that would be you know so that would so what we need is we need to be more professional and do a better show no so we can attract more (laughs) listeners that's That's the answer no that's not the The listener the the money from the listeners tears on patreon we have half a pv but the the name of the person you're looking for was james Corden. That's it. Fuck. I don't even know who that is. He's fucking great. He's great. He's he got do? a good he's dude. A I somewhat do. overweight British ginger. Uh huh. Um, oh, I guess he yes. is. Who um, just does what? He's he does comedian? comedy shows. Oh, usually okay. he does a lot of comedy. Got he does it. a lot of stuff, but he does this stuff called car karaoke, and he gets all the big. So he, I saw he did one with Paul McCartney that was just epic. They did they just and you sit in the car with them, and then they sing your songs, Cardi B and Gwen Stefani and the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and then he went and wrestled with Anthony Kiedis in a yard, somebody's just random yard. Like let's go fucking wrestle, and there's like yeah. He's fucking great. He's really great. But we need to be on his show, and I need to do jingles for him. So if you know this guy, oh my God. you know, let him know. Hey, Boogie can can really boost your show uh-huh. with my jingles. That's it. And my then man. we'll get the ten thousand listeners. We'll make the twenty five hundred bucks a month. We'll have a studio. Everything will be tits. Okay, that's how it'll work. That life is the place. Talk about genital torture in some space. We share our kinky thrills with perverts from around the world. Yeah, perverted podcast talking about that life, motherfucker. I love how both Kathy and I take off our headphones and turn the little speakers out so people can kind of hear the jingle, but not that really. It's an all-time low for this show. And we're five feet away, and we still can't hear it. I know. Uh, whatever. <laughs> You're Steph. You're old Joe. All right. Like we me. have a Hi, post uh, called, uh, called Just Me by Gentle Dissolve, uh, who was recommended to me by King. Thank you so much, King and Princess. You guys Where send me this. Where have they fucking so- been? Uh, they're doing their own podcast, man. Oh, that's right. Are they yeah. saying, what is it? The the royal flush. The royal pair. The royal pair. royal flush. Royal flush. I don't know. <laughs> Our show is a royal flush. Uh, that yeah. Every just day, said a right down the shitter. All right. So th- thank you once again for putting the at Kathy in the comments. I love it when you guys direct me to posts that you think are interesting. So Gentle Dissolve says, over the last days, I've read a few pieces addressing issues of categorizing and labeling. It's a consistent theme here in the lifestyle and in life in general. And sometimes I feel that the weight of the categories and the labels, they assume too much, expect too much, miss out on too much and limit too much. I'm not submissive. I'm not a switch. I'm not dominant. I'm not a sadist or a masochist or a monogamous. I'm not open or poly. 
I'm none of these things. I'm all of these things and more. It's about the connection with someone else. Each new connection is unique and its uniqueness invites us to explore the options of possible shared experiences. Not because our labels match up, maybe because they don't. Maybe magic happens when the categories are discarded. At least I've experienced magic that way. Because the connection between me and another person is organic, defined by us, in that context and in that moment. Just being ourselves, me just being me. I thought you'd like that one. Oh, double. Triple applause, ladies and gentlemen. I guess you like that. We've actually, you and I actually were just going through this as, as she's filling out all of her, uh, you know, stuff for all the different applications for med school and stuff like that. And it's a really, um, that's a, it's a big, it's a big deal because they ask a lot of those questions, you know, how do you, I, identify yourself and and you know what do you think you are as a person obviously you know they're you know they're all looking for you know who is the strongest character you know and and whatever besides just just being qualified Uh, what are you looking at the wall for you're like a dog looking at a wall in a storm where you don't know what you're looking at and you're just staring at the wall just a lone glass of water on the floor and i don't know what it's doing there so i was like what the hell is that doing there that's my water kathy that's the water mew brought me oh (laughs) you just you know like when you're like you get scared like it's late at night and the dog just starts staring at a wall and you're like are you talking to ghosts rover sporky i'm not a dog you're just like (laughs) what are you looking at over my shoulder (laughs) or the cat just like fucking looks and fucking bails instantly and you're like okay there's a fucking there's a serial killer in here for sure i'm ready oh brother fucking ready for it it's just water kathy people drink it uh so so you know they're talking about this and what was really interesting is for the past you know all the years that we've been together and the show our main goal on the show is not to dismantle people who need to have an identity but to dismantle to just dismantle that the urgency for it does that make any sense? What do you mean? People's urgency to try and label things right away. This yeah, is who I am. Yeah. I identify as this way. This is what we are. This is the box. We got to find a box. We got to find a fucking box. And, and, and that I found so, so just damaging to everything in society and history and war and segregation and racism and everything is because everyone is so obsessed with I am this. You are that. You say you're this, but I'm this, so I have to somehow now be more righteous than you because I think you're a dick, so now we can't have Southern Baptist. We have to have Southern Baptist Pentecostal root. And, you know, and so it's always just your identity. It's that name, and that name forces you to be, and it ends all conversations, and it ends, like the poster glamorously and amazingly said, you know, where's the conversation? How are we getting how are we getting to know each other? Okay, you say you're a switch. What does that mean to you? You say you're a Republican. What does that mean to you? You say you're a Democrat. You say you're what what any conversation that if you you people are so eager to just drop it at that, to just be like, I'm this. Well now I have seventeen things that I think about that. I don't know what you personally think about that. And so now I'm just gonna leave it and think you're a complete fucking asshole because I never bothered to ask who you are. I just am now judging you by your category, and I think that's been our theme on the show. So when I saw this today, I'm like, I don't need to take notes. 
<laughs> You're like, amen, brother. Amen. <laughs> Feel this. I, I, you know, I just, I guess the reason I don't have such a huge problem with labels is I've never felt that oppressive, uh, you know, coming from someone else where they're labeling me. I don't have problems with label. What I have with labels, what I have problems with is when somebody tries to dictate to me what I am because I've said I am a switch or I it's just one of many things I am but it's when people think that's all you are and not only is that all you are but this is what I think it means so this is what you must be and that's quite frankly their problem it's not my problem at all um I I, it's just never been an area in my life where I have a, a great deal of drama or issues around so sometimes when I hear you talking about it I I I feel a little guilty and think, well, I should get worked up about this just like Boogie does because, damn it, the labels. But like I said, they've just never really affected me that much. I don't know why. Well, I mean, I surely, I can't say I understand because I'm not a part of a, I mean, other than being kinky and mentally ill, uh, I'm not a part of a marginalized community. You know, I'm not, I'm not trans. I haven't had to deal with transphobia and, you know, I'm not uh, a person of color in our society to where I have to deal with that and been raised in that. So I absolutely understand that I don't understand that whatever my attributes or orientation or color of my skin is that that forces people to tribe up. You have to somehow unify. Otherwise you're going to be oppressed into oblivion uh, and killed and, and pushed away. So I understand when people are like, you know, black pride or gay pride or, you know, this pride or that pride, I understand the need to unify so that you can work through oppression and get through that. I don't understand it personally because, uh, you know, I, I, in this society, I haven't been oppressed other than what I've caused for myself. I've brought on my own judgment and oppression based on my views and the things that I spout and how offensive I am and stuff like that. But I wasn't raised in it. You know, I wasn't raised as a child and said, hey, you got to watch out for these fucking cops because they'll fucking do this. Right. So I, I don't have I don't have any relating to that experience. So I understand that. But it gets to if it gets to the point to where that identity is all that you are and that everyone is seeing you as only that identity, they're going to make their judgment without a conversation with you. And I yeah. think my goal is, is can we, if you have an identity and you say, I am this or I am that, can we work our society to a point to where we'll say, okay, well, this is what that means to me, but... What does it mean to you? And just keep it one-to-one because a lot of people are going to say there are a lot of things. And if we can start encouraging more people to have conversations, go, okay, I hear that you're a Republican or a Democrat or whatever. What do you stand for? I think that's where we stop throwing the baby out with the bathwater and so many things because now everything's polarized. Everything's segregated. Everyone's, you know, the, the, the fear of how we communicate is, is there. And I just don't see it as progressing to any solution. Right. This is a tough one. Anybody? Anybody have anything they want to say? No. Del was like, I'm not, I'm not touching any Del's of like, this political fucking... I got nothing to fucking... say here. No? No. What? I think he has a more depressed look than you, even. Del, what's what's Del? going on, Del? Hand, hand Del the mic. Del? This is what happens when I have scenes quasi-canceled or actually canceled multiple days in a row. <gasps> Oh. They flaked on you again? Yeah, the day of. And then another one didn't, but it was just like 
headspace and also just not getting aftercare. So it's like I just oh. have grouch drop. Like I don't like I get like I used to get like legit like sub drop and sad sure, depressed. Sure. If just it's morphed to being like nihilist drop. Oh my god, there's three nihilists in the room now. Jesus. No, keep the mic, Dale. Keep the mic for a second. <laughs> I'm trying to like stick up my head because I'm you trying can't to see him. I'm trying to feel like I want you to feel like I'm paying attention to you. Mm-hmm. I'm just seeing your eyes over that uh the processor. Um but uh this is first off, that's shitty. And I'm sorry that that cuz cuz that's just shitty when yeah, you feel neglected and your needs aren't met and things like that. And for whatever the reasons, I don't know what it, you know the backstories are on those things. I appreciate the fact that you shared that with us. And that's the type of communication that I think, I mean, in a weird roundabout way. It's like you have to mention it, otherwise nothing ever changes, so. Yeah. So so absolutely. I Afterwards, if you want to talk, if you want to vent yeah. or rant, you know, by the way. Now some yeah. fucking ah! advice is going to speak to him. Huh? I, I didn't know this when I picked some fucking advice topic. Well, good. It's going to be good. Okay. It's going to be good. All right. All right. Del's on our team. You That's know. right. He's a yeah. fucking team member. He's our go-to guy to find we're, everything we we're need. We're besties right now. Right now because of, because of Pokemon. You're my only bestie because... Someone who will not be named doesn't fucking play daily. Oh, so just I know there. who you're talking about. It was like it's ten days. Sick. I'm like, is this going to happen before? No, no. Okay, I'll who, just who are you keep guys talking about? Some random Pokemon? No, 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 no. You know her. You know her. She's pokey flaking right now. <gasps> pokey uh, inconsistent. Why are you saying her name? <laughs> well, I don't know, but her her name rhymes with Al. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say that right? Al, what? Well, first off, she's not here naked. She had a great last week. Last week. No, it's never enough for you, 20 output. Look, I'm in the moment, Kath. Yeah, right. I am in the. I only love myself in my moments of success and then hate myself the Wait, rest of the time. You're going to feel so bad if she was, you know, had some terrible thing happen to her and that's why she no, 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 no. We're not talking about being here. Yes, We're are. talking about her pokey daily gift giving and exchanges that get you up to best friends level and then you can be lucky friends, which, by the way, I got a lucky friend yesterday <gasps> and now I have a shiny Machamp. Thanks. What? Just, I lost we, everyone in the room except, except for, for two people yeah, and you, done. who's over it. Who just tolerates you when it comes to Pokemon? Whatever. I'm just trying to have do I have, do I have to remind you of your outfit that was so heinous she had to walk 10 steps behind you just to not be, <laughs> not to be with you? <laughs> well, well, that's a bit of giving because the story previously, they wouldn't walk with them at all. It's like, oh, they're following them still. <laughs> they, they didn't like stay in the car or leave. So <laughs> you got something. Oh, my God. They at least came back. <laughs> Our listeners are like, really, Kathy, this is why. This is why we don't give you this any is, money. Kathy, this is why. We're, we can't donate to a train wreck, you know? It's like throwing good money after bad, you know? It's, you know, there's a train. It's on fire. Let's heat it with uh, with money. No, people aren't that dumb, Kathy. No, I guess they're not. They're, cause... they're just not that dumb. What button do I push now, The perverted Kathy? mailbox button. Oh, wait. <laughs> I brought Larry's pigs. The piggies. I like the piggies. I brought the pigs. Here. And I brought the dart that oh, um, I shot. that fucking thing away from I me. I shot. And that was 529.17 that I shot this dart from a blowgun into Mew's butthole. Right into the cavity. Right in. One shot. You never saw that video. Uh, what did we call him on the show? It wasn't a video, was it? No, he shot it. 
Who's the guy that makes the tea? Do we say his name on the show? It was... Makes the tea. Anthony. We did say Anthony. Yeah, we did say Anthony. He hasn't been here in a while. I guess he's doing some school or fucking yeah. some shit. He has he a life. Hair. But he, he has a he life. We don't. His hair. He looks like an adult. Oh, no. no. Yeah. No. Come on. Yeah. You, can't, you can't begrudge somebody becoming an adult and having a life and money, Boogie. That's not us, but Wait a minute. you know it's other people. Wait a minute. So as an adult, you can have a life and money. Yes. Maybe I just didn't see. I mean, Joe's like I'm retired, and you know he's he. People that are do smart, you know, my Michelle, she takes teeth, and and you know, and she's she you know, Mew's going to be a doctor. And, I've got my neighbor's teeth in my pocket right now. What? Oh, Michelle? What? Don't take those out. You just—they're in there. You okay. Do, you just do this for neighbors. You like neighbors, like oh, I got a toothache, and you're like, oh, come over, neighbor. Twenty-three yeah. to twenty-six, baby. Twenty-three to twenty-six. So that means the five, four teeth. So twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five. So you have four teeth. Uh-huh. See, I say, Kathy, I knew, I got you it. You counted. Good bookie. That's what I do. <laughs> now, my Michelle, favor me uh, before we get to perverted. <laughs> sure. How sure. did you come to acquire your neighbor's teeth? <laughs> He came into my office. Okay, he so got, this is... Okay. Yeah, it was legal. It wasn't okay. in the garage. <laughs> no. He he got the four extracted and three implants. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need... You told me I, I'm losing a lot of bone here. Yeah. So I is that is my jaw going to fall in half? Because I had a lot of teeth ripped out when I was pouring living in the van before. Uh, it's just... it's gonna You're going to have to have your ridge build up if you want to be able to get any more implants. Or possibly, um, if you lose more and you need like a lower denture, they can probably put a fixed um, implant like denture thing. Yeah, yeah. in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to make sure it's not going to like rot away and my jaw is going to fall off. Ew. Well, look, no, Kathy, because see, I got a lot of side missing teeth. I see. Because, you know, it was cheaper to rip it out than to spend the, you know, fifteen, eighteen hundred to fix it. Well, the thing is, is what keeps your, your bone jaw or your jaw bone intact is the roots of your teeth. So uh, if you don't have anything in there, it, it will in. just kind of, you know, get less and less. Okay. But, but it's not going to, like, happen, like, overnight. And, it, well, uh, and at some point, it'll, it's just going to kind of stay at that point. But you I'm know, not depending gonna, on if you have periodontitis or per, not. Per, what about a fucking... Perio is that a kink? It's mine. I'm a periodontitis, you know. It's like a sadism or something. smell it, too. Ugh. People have periodontitis. All right. Whoa, whoa, we're done here. Okay, we're done. I don't want smelly breath. No more teeth talk. That should be a segment. Teeth talk with my Michelle. <laughs> I think it's kind of fun because people have teeth, Kathy, and they and they're like always. Everyone's has all these questions, you know. Do they? Like it sounds like you have all these questions. Yeah, well, because I'm missing a lot of teeth, <laughs> and I want to know is my fucking I'm missing head, teeth too. Because my, you know, I don't want my fucking head to cave in. It's like I'm no, not pretty that, already. That's not gonna happen. All of a sudden, I'm a hey, you know, because you see those motherfuckers and they're like, hey, this fucking they don't have any teeth on the top, and so the jaw goes out and up. Uh, out and up, huh? Yeah. So I just need to keep these. Yeah. Okay. So if I keep these, I'm not going to be as... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be fine. Yes, I know who you're talking I got to like that Mr. Magoo you just did. That was Popeye. That was so... Mr. Mr. Magoo. I don't... I got to hear it. I can't hear it. He was all fucking all right. blind and groping women Let's and shit. Let's go on, shall we? Mr. Magoo, fucking rapist <laughs> piece of she's shit. The one who's the... Now I'm regretting having chosen these two to read. <laughs> all right, go. All right. 
This is from Simorg, our friend Simorg, who says, Hi, Yay! Boogie. Hi, Kathy. I know shit is going down, but on a side note, here I was on a Saturday morning listening to the latest episode, masturbating and thinking, you guys are like my masturbation comfort food. All the love support. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Hang on a sec. Just, just before you go, let's just yes. calm down. So, S'more, and we've seen pictures of S'more. S'morg? S'morg. S'more. Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. She's cutie. Sweetest chef. She's cutie. Okay. Yeah. She says, all the love and support to wait, you. Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Oh, go my back. God. Hang on. So, she's masturbating. And thinking of us. Thinking of us, or she's listening to the show while... She's masturbating and thinking that you guys are like my masturbation comfort food. Okay, hang on a sec. I'm oh, going to process yeah. that He's right now. He's going to make a meal out of this. Uh-huh. Okay. Some good processing there, Boogie. All right, continue. All right. She says, all the love and support to you. You are my only connection to everything that's kinky right now, and I just can't, in caps, live without you. Do you hear me? She says she's yelling at us at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's very nice. Thank you so much, Samorg. I love being someone's masturbation comfort. Oh, yeah. <laughs> feels good. That's quite a phrase. Feels good. Barakit soon writes to us and says, Hey, Boogie, I know things have been tough with lots of uncertainty lately. I wanted you to know I showed a friend the Mankey video, and she <laughs> about started crying from laughing and enjoying it. What the hell is the Mankey video? <laughs> the Mankey video was amazing. You know, well, no, because okay, the Mankey is a Pokemon character, right? And oh, it's this cute God. little like monkey that goes. Eh! So I wrote a song about doing the Mankey, uh, you know, for the my Pogo Sanity whatever channel, and I had Mew, Panda, and uh, Al. Uh, I got them drunk, and they stripped down to like their bra and panties or or whatever. Wasn't that the one when you did the alcohol edema before? Uh, maybe I know I don't think so maybe I don't know whatever whatever it was <laughs> they were drunk they were fucking drunk and they're down so they danced in this thing and so it's literally a horrible recording it's just acoustic and I'm like singing this song about mankeys and whatever and uh, and they're just dancing around like this is so much fun I love this so, yeah. Wow. So her friend was crying from laughing and That's enjoying good. it. She says, I say that because I think it's important to tell people when they make people smile and bring joy to the world. And you definitely do that. Sending love from Kansas. Oh. Well, that's just very nice. Thank you. Do the manky. Manky video. Do the manky. That's good. Is that, is that our, uh, those are our letters? Manka. What am I pressing now? Some fucking advice. Is a zebra labia all covered with stripes? Seek our godly wisdom on some fucking advice. I can't edit that because we already know Dell has, has showed us that the zebra labia is not covered with stripes. It is not. Thank you, Unless Del you that. tattoo it, which if Al was here... She could tattoo the zebra labia to have stripes, and then does the anyone know why she didn't show up? Is it because I tech? Oh, is it because I emailed her so late? I don't know. She emailed this morning. I didn't look, and it wasn't until six fifteen uh, that I said, "Hey, yeah, absolutely, come on over." Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, you flaked. Can't you? you, you I need you, to start giving people my number so they can text me instead of email. I don't check yeah, email probably. that often. Yeah. Okay, probably. Hey. Everyone's all, yeah. Kathy, celery but up your ass. But they all say it like... It's time for celery no. up your ass. <laughs> like, you haven't done that yet? Jeez. Oh, my God. Their celery is never going up my ass, I'll tell you that Kathy's right not a food play person, my Michelle. I most certainly not. Okay, so not. I was reading Reddit. Okay. And somebody was talking about uh, needing aftercare. Uh-oh. 
We all look at Dell. Mew. <laughs> Oh, okay, Mew is cuddling. Mew okay. is cuddling, Dell. That's and good. And so she's with her guy. He's very nice. He's the only dominant that she's been with that hasn't been abusive. Everything is going great. But afterwards, whenever they have a session, whenever they have sex, he just lies back all tired and says hi, and barely kind of pets her, taps her, and says, how you doing? Okay. And then goes plays computer games and whatever. So it's been going on for a while. She's listening to, this is so sad, ASMR. <laughs> Because like, like me, she falls asleep to it. Because, so you pick something that's soothing. And she ends up picking a bunch of them. And one of them is this guy talking, telling her, you did so good. You really, I'm proud of you. And, and she starts bawling. Of course. She needs that and she's not getting it. So she has decided, I'm going to confront him. I'm going to tell him what I need. But after so much time, after months and months and months, she is completely dumbfounded she doesn't even know how to begin that conversation and i've wanted to pick this because it sounds like such a simple thing when you say how do i even start that conversation what do you mean how do you start it you just fucking start it you open your mouth and you say it but when so much time goes by and you have to address something in a relationship that requires a lot more legwork because you have to first of all explain why you didn't discuss it sooner why you let it go for so long and that opens up a can of worms because that it makes the other person feel like shit because now they they're thinking back hopefully <laughs> well yeah that's if they're not feeling like shit you're you're hey, at least you're, a little your shit road is clear mean, yeah, at least doesn't mean yeah it doesn't yeah yeah i would feel i've had that happen to me and had someone tell me something much later and it pisses me off because i know that that entire time i have had someone that i care about having bad thoughts about me why because they didn't say anything and it was easier just to back off and as a result you cast me in the role of the bad guy Mm -hmm. without my consent yeah and so but on the other hand if for whatever reason, because of your own fears, your own insecurities, you don't bring it up, by the time you realize it's now a thing, it is such a daunting task ahead of you. How the fuck do you even address this with your partner after so many months, and in some cases, even years of never having discussed it? And suddenly you got to tell your partner. So for the last few years, I've been hating you every time that you do this to me, but I never told you. <laughs> I think you could maybe start, like, ramp up, you know? Just don't start right off with... I I mean... <laughs> Can you imagine if you started yeah. right off with... By the way, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I have to go back to the time where I used to spin and not communicate um, to where I, I... I think if you... Hmm... <laughs> I get it. I can help this person if they were actually listening. But if you just start with what you know is your responsibility. Absolutely. And if you start with, this is something I should have said before, and it's not your fault. It was my responsibility to share my feelings before, but I didn't, and here we are now. So I'm going to share my feelings now. And then start in and it's something that's actually i don't know this in this circumstance i don't see this as a heavy smack because you're just saying i need more aftercare yeah and then let them say well what do you does that mean to you and and that starts a conversation it it doesn't have to be accusatory and you don't do this and you don't do this and you don't this because 
you would obviously know that if you had spoken about this sooner, you would have had more answers uh, sooner and you wouldn't have got to this position of spinning and you could have made it a little more subtle. So this is a chance to hear their side. I mean, it's true. I've, I've also been on the other side where uh, Creative Explorer and I were having issues and I didn't really realize that they'd become an issue until months later. And I, I did, we discussed it. Um, I wrote all my thoughts down because I needed to. They were so complex. And we dis- after we discussed it and I told them, and I think that, you know, you've done, you weren't right when you did this. And it made me feel like this. And in the future, you need to do this. And, but I did finish it off with, and I'm perfectly aware of my complicity in all this. If I hadn't doubted myself, if I hadn't been insecure, if I, hadn't, if I had been braver, I would have brought this up long ago. I'm not happy with my role in this at all. Um, so I think you're right. Because you, now you've got a big mess in your hands. You've got to address both issues. Why you didn't discuss it before now and then the actual thing itself before you before you even get to what the actual issue is you really do need to address why it is that it took this long i don't i don't know if i think it's uh, maybe for me i just don't think it's that overwhelming because i I mean maybe because we're adults and we're older that you already kind of know why you know you're insecure you don't want to cause problems you don't want to hurt the person's feelings there's there's a hundred like standard reasons that we all know, you know, this is why somebody doesn't bring it up. And so I don't think it's necessarily the type of conversation where it's going to instantly start. Well, why? Cause if they do say that, then maybe they are a little more out of touch. And that's why you didn't get the goddamn aftercare because they're just out of touch with <laughs> humanity. But if it was somebody like me, um, I would, my instant thought would be like, wow, I, I sucks. I didn't see that. And, but I, I don't know. I've had those kind of conversations before, maybe not about aftercare, but in other senses. And because I'm, I've had a lot of conversations, I know, oh, okay, I can see how this happens. I can understand why people do this. I can understand. It doesn't mean I like it. It yeah. doesn't mean I have to support it or that it's not toxic or whatever. But, you know, you can get why. No, and I don't think it's uh, for the uh, the average person. It should not be difficult to understand why someone would do it. Self doubt, insecurity; those are all things we're familiar with. There's not brain surgery; you can figure out why. The reason I say they need to be addressed is because, in my experience and in my opinion, what it does is it poisons your future relationship. Because from that moment on, if you have not addressed the reason why accepted your own complicity and it took responsibility for it, your partner is always going to be second-guessing you now. In the future, they're going to be wondering, did this person overcome the reasons that they weren't able to go over it? Do I see progress? Do I see this person growing, maturing past the point where they're going to keep their mouth shut? Because if not, I'm going to question every motherfucking thing that happens from now on, and I'm going to turn into this person who's constantly coming after you saying, "Is, is this... Is this okay? Is there anything you want to tell me? It poisons the relationship. I think there's a due process for that. And I think part of that is that if there is responsibility on the other person's... uh, I mean, sometimes there are more underlying legitimate abusive reasons that you don't share things with people. And in that case, you shouldn't be in that relationship anyway. But I think there's a due process for the person, like say if it was something where you're like, holy shit, I wish I would have known because I could have fixed this and we could have started working on this. That process would be for a little while I am going to go, are you really okay with this? Is this something 
that we can talk about. And then after a while, if my partner is then communicating with and understanding the fact that I'm going to be much more cautious now because you didn't speak up earlier, I think, once again, it, it, communication will fix that. I understand that you you... You know, you don't trust that I'm going to speak up, and so I understand that you're going to ask me, so I'll just tell you. Right. I, th- I think that, I don't know, maybe mm-hmm. that's just because I'm communication optimistic. You're a nihilist, and yet when it comes to communication, you are an optimist. That is disgusting. It really is. <laughs> My Michelle, anything to add when people... Uh, I have to agree with that. I've got, I'm kind of dealing with a situation that's similar where we had like some communication, like, well, for me, like I, Kathy was telling me that I like to kind of um, answer the question for them. And so I'm like, okay, well, this has got to be the reason why you did X, Y, and Z, you know, Mm. you know, so I've got to now learn how not to do that and also kind of apologize for that because, you know, that was me. Um, casting my ideas on him and, and what what their actions were. So it's, you know, the way I see it is if you're not kind of learning from your mistakes and trying to re, you know, kind of change things, then you're really, you know, not, you're not growing and it's not worth uh, being in a relationship with someone who's not willing to change and grow with you. Can I ask a question about yes. that? You're getting very talk hosty. I'm getting. In the assumption, because there's two ways to go about this. First off, everyone is going to answer the question for somebody until they get information. Mm -hmm. But were you answering the question for them and then just leaving it at that and saying, well, this is what it is. And now I'm going to continue and respond with these feelings based on that. Or was it just. Well, it it was like. It was basically like, oh, I noticed that your behavior was different or, you know, you didn't do X, Y, and Z. Are you mad at me? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm automatically thinking, okay, what did I do to cause this to happen when, you know, it's, it's, you know, clearly it's like going way, way too forward when I should just like, um, okay, well, this is what I'm noticing. You tell me what's going on. So you're, so you're saying, okay, once again. I'm just trying to. Okay. So in that situation, if if that's the the variable you're talking about, mm-hmm. are are you? Oh shit! God damn it! I lost it. It was so good. <laughs> it, was, it would have helped people. <laughs> well, Michelle is talking about being um, uh, trying to finish that person and just uh, moving ten steps ahead. Right. Yeah. Like I know this is why you were I'm feeling a, this. Way. But was that your insecurity? Yeah. Oh yeah, my insecurity totally because I'm I'm always the one who you know I you know I was I was the kid who always got in trouble and you know I was always my fault for you know the marriage you know falling apart or whatever you know if I didn't have this damn kid you know I'd be fine. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, that's how I felt. Hey, I get it. Oh my oh my parents were great at making yeah. me feel. You know how many times the fucking dogs were praised at me being better than me? My god, I love these animals so much more than you. I swear to god. Uh-huh. Like I was just god, did they just never talk shit? You, you, you talk shit. You know, just like all this shit. Yay. Uh-huh. Love the dogs and cats. Fucking hated me. I get it. Your mother was yeah. horrible. Well, you know she had her issues. Oh, she uh-huh. was a bitch. 
She was, yeah. but I'm a dick. So at some point, well, you gotta go past that. Because she's a bitch. No, yeah. no, 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 yeah, no, no, yeah, 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 no. yeah. I'm an adult, Kathy. I had a, I well, had a Mia choice. says we gotta wrap it. Up. I had a choice a long time ago Uh-oh. to, uh, what is it? I used to say that on the show. It's the 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 chick that wrote Harry Potter. What's her name? I don't know. No, J.K. No. Rowling. J.K. Rowling. I think she did a commencement speech and she said, you know, there is an expiration date on how long you can blame your parents. I'm talking about when you're a kid. Oh, when, when you're a kid. Yeah, yeah. it fucks you up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give her that. She, she did some damage. But, you know, uh, whatever. Yeah. But as an adult, no damage. What now? What do we got now? What? What's now? That's it, man. That's the end of the show. I mean, so unless, does anyone show? else have anything they want to add? Uh, Dell is still depressed. De- wait, hand, hand him Dell the mic. Hand Dell the mic. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, Dell. <laughs> Greetings. Okay, you've had, you, have, you have some cuddles from you. Yes, they're quite nice. They're quite, quite nice. So you are getting some definite some cuddles in that little little head little head on the it's shoulder. It's fucking thing. freezing in here. Let me just. Tell I you think that. this is I great. Like it. This is the greatest. If it was warm, I would be dying. <laughs> this right is now. the <laughs> greatest temperature show we have ever it had. It really is. Now yeah. if we could just get some floors finished. If we get good. some floors, you know. So in our in the in Love Lab, you know, twelve or however many Love Labs we're going to have before we get to our next uh, stable Love Lab, we'll die before that. Happens. If it could be probably, yeah. if we could get this. AC unit in that room and maybe even turn it down a degree. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I sure, I'm sure it has settings on it somewhere. No, no, no. It's I can't of, figure I, that remote out. So. I love it because remember in the Love Lab, I got that floor one that's like, yeah. and it's just a constant here. Like, everyone, is you ready? Oh, quiet. <laughs> it's just a hum. It's a good. It's fucking good. Because the unit is outside. That's how. That's a studio. That's a studio that AC. Thing. You're supposed yeah. to. Because in studios, you obviously you have to. It gets super hot in there, and everyone's going to die if you don't have those really quiet ACs. And that's a. So that's pretty moochy. It's pretty cool. moochy. Cool. It's pretty cool. Yeah. That's it. So this is it. We went. up oh, we're at one hour. That's good. So I think that's a good show. Considering I mean, it's our first one away from. The Love Lab and in Kathy's special place. Kathy's special place. So it is Kathy's special place. My vagina. And your. (laughs) That was my. uh, Is that an elephant? That was my elephant. That's a horrible elephant. (laughs) Is that the slapping of the balls? That's right, right against your ass, honey. (laughs) That is the worst elephant sound I've ever heard. It's more like a cat in here. It is. A cat with elephant balls. Of course, it would be irritable, Kathy. I pray, I'm not Could you imagine say- a cat just wanking, like trying to like fuck somebody with giant elephant? I'm just telling you right just now. Just rolling over the top of them, just like so big, just cat paws over elephant balls, trying to keep it like, you know, like those dudes with gigantic fucking, what? What are you showing? She's doing something in um, his arm. She's Mew's biting He's slowly been chewing my arm, and it you haven't noticed for like a minute or two. It's um, kind of great. She's chewing his she, arm. She's giving Look. me some endorphins. Apparently, they're not allowed to do this or something. Wow. She just gave the <sighs> guilty look to She's like, let me wipe off the arm. Nothing happened. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. I thought that was something she did cute to me, but she just eats everybody. <laughs> She's laughing her ass We off. have no thing. Oh, my except, God. Oh, my God. I totally didn't say last night's greatest thing in the Ow. world. In the world. So last night, like I'm super tired because, you know, I had to go out, you know, ghastly hunting. There was a ghastly nest and I got my sneezel and I was happy. So, but it's whatever. Like, shut up. And so it was like 11. 
11.30, but I was just really, really tired. I'm like, I'm going to sleep. And Miu gets really horny when she's on her period. And day two, obviously, is just like, like literally. <laughs> there she is just hovering over those giant balls because now she has balls in this whatever. Just oh so anyway, so she's going to stay up and play. Uh, what game are you? Wait, you can't say it. What game? She plays at, at Exit. Path of Exile, uh, of whatever. So, so she's of course junking on that, and she's like, "I'm gonna stay up, Daddy." And so I'm like, "Okay, I go to sleep, right?" And all of a sudden, like, I don't know. Now it's it's like one, two in the morning, and I'm dead asleep, and all of a sudden, the predator becomes the prey, and she kind of wakes me up. And, and, and I'm like, what? And she's like literally like in my face. Like, I'm like, hello. And she's like, daddy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, pumpkin, what's wrong? She's like, daddy, I have a problem. And I go, well, what's your problem? And I'm like, am I going to have you take you to go pee? Like what? You know, just to sleep. And I'm like, what is it, pumpkin? What do you, what do you need? She's like, I'm really, really horny. And I think you need to rape me. <laughs> oh my god! And I'm like, Ew. and I'm like, She's uh, 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 okay, pumpkin. <laughs> like with one eye closed, I'm like, okay, okay, pumpkin. Okay. Roll over, and she starts touching me, and I'm like, okay. And she's like, let me turn my butt to you. Then <laughs> 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 she, she turns, and because she, she knows she's got that soft butt, and she starts rubbing against me, and so of course I'm like, starting, I'm like. Mm. <laughs> but does feel pretty nice so i get hard and then i'm like ah, so i shove her down and and then i'm like well it's got to be rape and i know she doesn't really want anal so i just rape her anally and she's like no no not that and i go it's a rape you asked for it sorry <laughs> she's smiling now <laughs> daddy i have a problem <laughs> fucking morning it was awesome oh mew <laughs> i love you she just blew you a kiss Mew. That's right. <laughs> so Did cute. you get a good little anal raping? Mew. That's good. That's <laughs> very, very good. You're going to let daddy sleep tonight? Mm. She just <laughs> wanted to give an answer. <laughs> she knows she's not going to. Those are called kink world problems, yes, and I'm are. glad to have them, <laughs> goddammit. Yay! That was our show. First time in... I'm not going to say the name... What? <laughs> First time in this place. In this special place. Any special place. <laughs> You've got to do a right elephant sound for crying out loud. You, you just sound ridiculous. That's a cat in heat on giant testicles. It is not. Just rolling on top. <laughs> Clapping <laughs> with his paws. <laughs> like, please do surgery. Get rid of these giant. Neuter me, for God's sake. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> I don't have my phone with me, so I can't say anything because uh, Dell is copying shit down. <laughs> we like you. to say, blah, 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 please blah. send us your questions or comments to perfectpodcast at gmail.com or give us a call at 424-226-2037 and bear with us as we transition into different places to record because who knows how long we're going to be in this ice box. Fucking great! I know it's really. I'm gonna need a jacket or something. Mew was right. Look, she's got a blanket. She's like covered. Mew's no up. dummy. She's teeny. <laughs> she's like, I'm bringing a blanket. It's gonna be something. Take us out, Boogie. Uh, oh, that was so horrible. Oh, for fuck's well, sake. here. 
What? Oh, what? Sorry, you're handing me microphone. We haven't ended the show. I have to like say, okay, this is that. We clap, and then you hand me back shit. Don't don't bag on Michelle. I'm sorry. (laughs) She's like, here, take this. I'm like, hey, take the mic. Okay, fine. That was show two nineteen, and I think we're gonna be here for two twenty, and and we're gonna have Kathy's special place Uh. and cats with balls. We'll see you guys next week. on a shirt with a microphone installed I'm inclined to know your secrets like a fly on the wall I send information on a channel no one knows what to do is for the greater cause don't hate me cause I'm just a tool of espionage Sexy on occasion when I get a lipstick stain From a female foreign dignitary that just can't refrain I can't blow my cover Oh, the perils I must face What to do is for the greater cause Don't hate me, cause I'm only a tool of espionage Identities, disguises and passports Fake accents and technical gadgets Dark alley meetings with code name operatives Killing armed guards with poison gas cufflinks Debonair mannerisms, stylish fashions Money to gamble with reckless abandon Nerves of steel and a gallon of luck Secret messages that in ten seconds Will self-destruct Of guns being loaded Something's wrong My agent's falling through a window And his heartbeat's not strong They come for the body I disappear without a trace Get recycled to another job Don't hate me Cause I'm only a tool of espionage I am only a tool of espionage I am only a tool of espionage